I mean, Nicki Minaj, who started out with us, she was with us for four years before mm -hmm. she uh, spread, really spread her rank wings. So we gave her the, the starter's kit to really groom. And that's what we did. We groomed her. And a lot of people don't know about that also. But a lot And I was going to ask you about that, too. I was going to ask you about that because, you know, a lot of people, you know, when they, when they hear Nicki Minaj now, they, 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 they think about Young Money, Lil Wayne, this, that, and the other. But, I mean, you guys was instrumental in molding and shaping the, the kind of person that she has become now. Um, you know, and, and that was one of the things I wanted to bring up because, of course, we have that younger generation where, you know, everybody gravitates to the, the here and nows as far as, you know, okay, the little Waynes and the young monies, like I said before, but, you know, people tend to forget, like, the people behind the scenes is just as instrumental as what you see up front. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. No, you're right. A lot of times people just don't know. Sometimes they're misinformed or sometimes they're not informed at all. And, you know, I'll give it to Nikki. We're very proud of her. Um, in, the, in, the, in the very beginning, we parted ways amicably everything because because you know we really grinded with her first she was with my son in his group called the hood stars my son goes by the name of loose star l-o-u-s-t-a-r and he's a rapper and he's he's been grinding and he's a very talented brother so him and nikki were together with their group the hood stars with his group the hood stars and they grinded and we grinded with nikki and then after a couple of years then we took nikki solo and we went to all these record companies, including taking her to Jay-Z and to, to Ty Ty and to Kevin Lyles. We took it to all the record companies, you know, um, G-Unit, everybody. But they, at the time, they weren't into signing any new female rappers. They just wasn't into it. But we grinded with her. And when, and when we parted ways amicably, when MySpace was coming out, or just coming out, I told Nikki, I said, Nikki, you know, you should really grind on MySpace. You jump on MySpace, you never know you can create a buzz. And that's what mm -hmm. happened. You know, when she got on MySpace, that's when her buzz started happening because she still um, weren't doing anything. Two years after our amicable parting, she just started grinding. And then she got discovered by accident, which was a great, great way to get discovered when she was on a, a DVD called The Come Up. The DVD is uh, just a regular DVD, a music DVD. It's a mixtape DVD, actually. And Nicki was on it. Lil Wayne was hosting it. And what I mean by hosting it, he would be, you know, throughout the DVD, they would film him separate from wherever he's at. Hey, what's up, y'all? Lil Wayne, blah, blah, blah. But it just so happened that on the come up, Nicki, they did two videos of Nicki. So one video played of Nicki. Then right after that, you see Lil Wayne hosting. And then after... Little Wayne finished hosting a segment, and they put the other Nicki video in. Now, Wayne mm -hmm. never heard of Nicki before, never saw Nicki, and even while hosting, he just hosted separately from another location. And then when the DVD came out, a lot of Wayne's friends was like, yo, man, did you see that girl? And he's like, what girl? Then when you look at the DVD, bam, he saw Nicki, and the rest is history. You know, but the bottom line is that we grinded with her, we groomed her, took on a whole bunch of shows, a whole bunch of labels, and we did the doggone thing for her. I was glad that she finally gave, gave me some props and a mention on the e-entertainment biography they did of her. And they mm -hmm. mentioned me twice and showed my picture twice. So I'm like, okay, finally. You know? So, you know, sometimes, you know, what you do in the dark will eventually come to light. You know what right. I mean? So the bottom line is that, you know, we're just doing what we do, man, and just staying positive, you know. Man, I, I think overall, like, you know, that that's a good piece of uh – new history to tag along with the with a lot of what you you guys have done you know you of course is 
uh, full force when it comes to being so instrumental in, in, in this game, not just today, but back in the day. Like, you know, a lot of people probably forgot y'all produced the UTFO joint, Roxanne, Roxanne, you know what I mean, which was monster back in the day. Well, that started it all for us. You know, that, that started our whole production uh, thing. For, first of all, it's three brothers and three cousins in full force. The three brothers mm -hmm. is uh, myself, Olega Lou, Paul Anthony, B. Fine, and my cousins, Baby Jerry, Kurt, and Shy Shy. So it's the six of us. You know, we're still together, still doing our thing, still producing, still performing every now and then as well, and we're just doing, and we're just doing our thing. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Um, no, that's okay. What was I saying? Um, <clears throat> yeah, so it's no. the, so it's the six of us. So the six of us all together. So what happens that here we are playing? First of all, my, me and my three brothers, we started out as the amplifiers. That was the name of our group. The three of us we were mm -hmm. a singing group, and we performed all over the place in the local from Brooklyn, New York, and. Um, we started performing at the Apollo Theater. That's when we really started out as little kids, you know, from eight years old and nine year old. And there we are, the three of us, performing on the Apollo Amateur Hour. Before it was a showtime at the Apollo, because the Apollo Theater regularly had amateur night every Wednesday. So you'd have right. some of your big shows and all the legendary artists from Al Green to James Brown to Temptations. And right every Wednesday, you'd have the amateur show. And you'd have to win four times in a row to appear on the professional show. And that's what we did. We won four times in a row by singing this song called Cloud Nine, which was once made famous by The Temptations. And we got to appear on the professional show after winning four times in a row, just like they did on Showtime at the Apollo. They boo you or yay you. We never got booed. And mm -hmm. we appeared with The Whispers and the legendary Joe Tex. And then we got together later on with our cousins, and we formed Full Force. And we had a very dear friend of mine named Steve Salem who went to college with me. He was our co-manager because my, my father and my uncle Cito started us out. And then I brought my friend Steve Salem in the business, and he was fearless. Fearless white boy. Sometimes he'd be the only white face at an all-black show. And he was, the one that gave us, he was the one that gave us the idea to write and produce for other people. He said, hey, I think because we've been, we've been sending in tapes and they've been getting sent back. But I think if you guys write and produce for other people, I think then, you know, we might get some attention. And, you know, I was the only one against it, really. And then before you knew it, he was right. You know, we started the first act we produced with some neighborhood friends in the neighborhood, UTFO, Tango, Dr. Ice, Educated Rapper, Mixed Master Ice with the DJ. And Roxanne, Roxanne, which was a B-side of an A-side, which we thought was the A-side, called Hanging Out. Right. And we was, on select, we was on select records. Us and Steve Salem managed the group because we didn't just produce, but we managed UTFO. We managed Lisa Lisa and Cup Jam. We managed the real Roxanne with Hitman Howie T. We managed Cheryl Pesci Riley. And we managed this girl group called Ex-Girlfriends. But um, UTFO's Roxanne, Roxanne started it all. My brother B-Fine, it was his concept. And she said, yeah, let's just throw it on the B-side. You know, back in the days, you had an A-side and a B-side. The B-side was like an afterthought side. And mm -hmm. before you know it, that's the one they played. DJ Red Alert broke that record first, and we was mad at him. Like, yo, man, you're playing the wrong side. He's like, yo, well, I like this side. I like the Roxanne record. No, that's not the record. But that record was the record, and 
The rest is history. 25 answer-back records later, you mm -hmm. know, Roxanne just lit the fuse, and we started producing all the UTFO albums and records. And after that, then came Lisa Lisa and Culture Jam, and we did the same thing with them. But I wonder if I take you home, and all cried out. And and then um, Show Pepsi Rally, I wrote Thanks for My Child, which was number one for like three weeks. And um, and then Ex-Girlfriend. A lot of people don't remember that girl group. But I do. They were like the best girl group I've ever saw in my life. From this, and, and still, still. I mean, I love Destiny's Child. But they couldn't hold, to me, Destiny's Child couldn't hold a candle to Ex-Girlfriend. Their singing and their choreography combination was ridiculous. They were on Warner Brothers. And we had a top ten record with them called Why Can't You Come Home. And um, then, you know, we, we was going to do a second album, but then a lot of personal stuff got in the way and just messed up that whole situation. But, you know, they had on um, one of their lead singers, uh, Stacey Francis, recently was on X Factor, and she did pretty good, but she was also an ex-girlfriend. So we helped to groom her at the beginning of her career as well. So a lot of these things, you know, it's crazy. One of the most underrated groups, like you said, ex-girlfriends. I, I feel like, you know, a lot a lot of people probably forgot. They probably need to go check the history, too. But, uh, you know, that, that that's, that's my thing that I always used to say when it comes to, you know, having someone, a group, um, or, or any artist um, that meant so much to the industry or meant so much to the game. You know, a, a lot of us uh, younger people tend to forget or don't appreciate or take advantage in some cases um, the history lessons that you guys have taught throughout the career. So especially now when the game is so it's so different than when you guys broke out. I mean, how how has that transition been for you from how it was back in as far as radio play and music being on a record label to now being super independent now and, and just trying to, you know, grind in a different way? Well, you 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 want you ask me how is it different? You're saying? Yeah. Uh, like okay, I don't understand. Like like how? What do you mean? You know you know like you know your comparisons to how everything was back then with radio, with marketing, with uh, just the media attention versus just how everything has transformed into this day and age right now. Well, here's the deal. Everything still, to me, it still hasn't really changed much except you have the, the, uh, the Internet and technology, which is a whole other animal. But back in the day, and I'm just keeping it real, with, with you know, record late, um, radio stations on the FM dial and the AM dial and some of your top, some of your top radio stations out there that's known to out, you know, everything. There's a thing called... Um, what do they call it? it the promotional, like, from, I forgot what they call it. Additional promotion, something promote, record promotion, whatever it is, you know, a lot of times, of course, you know that, and come on now, it's like an, un, it's an like a, it's, they call it taboo, like you're not supposed to say it, but come on, back in the day, and even still now, you have a lot of record companies and record labels that will pay you know, certain radio stations, not all radio stations, but certain radio stations, so they do this thing called pay-for-play. I mean, not the Internet stations, but I'm talking about the, the FMs and the AMs. Record labels will pay to get your record played on the radio. Bottom line, I mean, come on. That's what they call that, you know. Independent promotion, that's what they call it. Independent promotion. 
So, you know, payola, which is still live in the game or whatever. But the thing about it is back in the day, you had to wrestle with a lot of that because all the labels did it. You know, all the labels did that. And the thing about it is that in today's day and age, they still do it. They still do it. But you have other options. You have the internet radio, which plays great music, and they don't play like the same thing every five minutes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like back in the day with the radio and the hustling and bustling. So right. um, that's the difference. The internet gives you more of options, and you can go to like so many millions of other stations besides the same one that'll play the same record five times in a row. But the, but the, um, you know, but the, you know, the grind is still there. Either way, you know, right. to get your joint played or just to get your stuff across with the marketing and promotional dollars. It's crazy. Industry, no doubt. Industry's still crazy. Yeah. It's still crazy, and like you said, you, I mean, it's, it's, when you say a lot of it kind of, especially nowadays, it's, you know, the grind is still there, the, you know, it's, it's still a hard business to succeed out of. What about some of these artists that will, because you, you guys was heavy in the fashion, and I'm, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and ask that question now, because there was so many people like, you know, you guys was real, you guys were setting fashion trends back in the day, but it wasn't all the way based just on what you guys was rocking fashion-wise. You guys had talent to back it up, whereas opposed to a lot of people nowadays are saying that a lot of people are more focused with their appearance versus their talent. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Well. You know, back in the day, like it's like right now, yeah, you got to say right now it's more of a, um, you know, sometimes it's an apparent situation. You know, back in the day you had with music, you could have like, you know, a Gladys Knight or an Aretha Franklin or, you know, Mary Wells, you know, the legendary artists and they could sing and they can get put on just for their talent alone. You know, nowadays, especially for the women, like if you go to an A&R or record company and try to sell, sell them an act or say, hey, listen to this act, and you hear the girl, she can sing great, and they're like, wow, man, she sounds great. What does she look like, though? You know, it almost right. depends on you're going to have to look the part, you know, to, to get over. Unless you do American Idol and you become like, you know, Ruben Studdard who wins and it's all good, but it's like mm -hmm. Ruben Studdard wasn't on American Idol, would any record label sign him? I doubt it. You know what I mean? So right. it's crazy like that with the fashion that you're talking about. I mean, it, that's just how the animal lives. Back in our day, our fashion used to be kind of crazy with full force. We, we dressed like rockers, like rockers, <laughs> but we had a, but we had... Uh, uh, we had an R&B sensibility, and we had a hip-hop attitude. That was, right. full, that was full force, you know, and we just did what we wanted to do. The thing about it is we had the cherry curls, but we were definitely the first act to, like, showcase our bodies in a, in a, in a, um, in a health-type way, in a bodybuilders-type of way, you know, because we focused on the health and focused on staying in shape and working out, you know. So after us, then you came the LLs and the 50s and all of the people showing their bodies. But we've been doing that way before all of them, you know, and, and we rocking the crazy outfits. And people didn't know what to make of us at the time. You know, there's these guys with jerry curls and muscles and crazy <laughs> rock weird. But it's so funny because I had somebody like Fat Man Scoop, Fat Man Scoop, a hip-hop guy, and he was like, yo, man, all I know is growing up, 
you know, there's full force the jerry curls and muscles and stuff, but not even the hardest rapper or the hardest guy would go and mess with full force. Because no matter what, man, we just, you know, we we weren't no punks or nothing like that, you know. <laughs> but, uh, just having a good time. Just, just, just kicking some freaking in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a classic from my man. You know what I'm saying? This is Brandon Up the Dark with the music icon, Bo Legolo, right here, locked in with a lot of people listening. I mean, from overseas. And I know the, the, the fans of Full Force comes by the tons when it comes to just being a part of history. I mean, do you, does it still kind of shock you, too, that there's so many people checking for you in so many different places overseas, not just in the States, but all over the world? Well, it doesn't shock me because we had fans all over the world for such a long time, but it's very humbling at the same time and gratifying and very appreciative, you know. We're just a type of appreciative, appreciative people, you know, and that's how it is. I want to give a shout-out to a brother that even um, that told me all about your show, man, and, and, you know, he didn't have to even show me anymore, but he's, he's a good brother that's always been holding us down with the support and everything. He goes by the name of Kevin Gray, and Kevin Gray, uh, he lives in, in Massachusetts, I think, Massachusetts, and, you know, he's always on the grind, always supporting us as well. I mean, you know him pretty well, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Kevin, Kevin is the man, so... Definitely big ups to Kevin. He's instrumental in a lot of different things, and he's a he's a firm believer in a and 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 somebody that supports you guys to the depth. So it's you know it's always it's always encouraging to be able to network with, talk to people that have the same music beliefs that I have when it comes to people like yourself, Lou. That you know it's you know we we got to do more to show our appreciation for you. So shows like this is not just an honor, but I mean it's historic because again. Somebody like myself, and there's a lot of people out there listening tonight, they're major fans, and they've been like that since, you know, for decades on end. So it's, 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 it's a lot of love in the air tonight. You know what I'm saying? Yo, man, I definitely appreciate that. Also, Kevin, he, did, you guys, did you guys interview Foursome D's? Did you do Foursome D's? Absolutely, and that's one of the questions I was going to ask you. When it comes to, you know, I know everybody's kind of, you know, you guys are bonded by that force that name because you know it's so strong you dig so force mds full force i know i know you guys are working on a project you know what i'm saying so let let the people know just a little bit about just the collaborations and things like that going on with force mds well first of all we love the force mds and my thing is that i've been and in this business you could be fans of one another you know with your peers and us in the force mds kind of started out at the same time but I was always fans of the Force and Bees. You know, they're the original hip-hop doo-wop group, bar none. Way before Boys to Men and before New Edition. And they're the ones that actually put hip-hop and R&B together before anybody. And, mm-hmm. and, I mean, before anybody. You know, us as a band, we were called by uh, the Billboard magazine uh, editor by the name of Havlock Nelson. Dubbed us the original hip-hop vocal band which we were the original hip-hop vocal band. There was no other band doing hip-hop and R&B together before Full Force. And before some of these, we used to always get mixed up back in the day. And we went on tour a couple of times on the Fresh Fest and other tours, and sometimes they would mix us up and they would call us the Full Force MDs or they would tell Force MDs, hey, man, I love you guys in House Party, or then they would tell Full Force, 
hey, man, I love that song, Tender Love. So we'd always get mixed up. But it was always my dream to come together with the guys and do this thing called Forces Join Forces, which is what we do. But sometimes Full Force and the Force MDs will go on the road together and we'll do some shows together and we'll perform and do our set and they perform and do their set. Then we join forces and we perform together. And it's incredible. So if anybody out there... Any um, booking agencies, if, y'all wanna, if you want to book Full Force and the Force and D together, feel free to give that call. And, you know, we're on the website everywhere, and um, we'll come to your town and rock a show. But we're in the, doing an album as well. Um, we're doing this great song called um, I Can't Thank You Enough, which is a slow joint. We're going to give it to you when the time is right. And well, this up-tempo joint called The Baddest Chick in the Club, which is crazy. And we've done both of those together, you know. And um and listen, man, and listen, and listen, I know Kevin Gray. Before Kevin Gray um, became a great friend of mine, because he really is, he always loved the Force MDs way better than Full Force. He just felt <laughs> sorry for us, and then he started giving us the love. Other than that, Kevin Gray wore the Force MDs flag for life. In fact, he used to promote the Force MDs so much on Facebook, I had to cry, yo, Kevin, man, give Full Force some love. <laughs> <laughs> and then he finally started giving us love. It was it was uh, awesome D's and Vanilla Ice. That's who Kevin was promoting. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my boy. That's my boy. Uh, I appreciate classy. it so much. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, man. Oh, you, know, you know, wait, Brandon. You know, one more thing before you go. Just What's to up? let the view, just to let the listeners know, and you also know, man, that we, um, if you feel with TV One. They have this award-winning show called Unsung. Are you familiar with that show? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. It's one of my favorite shows ever on, on the whole TV1 network. So January 2nd, they will be tele- that's when they start their new season. They will be televising a good friend of mine, a great friend of mine, may she rest in peace, Vesta, Vesta Williams. They will be doing an Unsung on Vesta January 2nd. And then January 30th, they will be doing one on full force. And, you know, just, right want, all the li- just all, want all the listeners to, to mark your calendars. January 2nd, Vesta, that's our friend. I'll be a part of that also. I'm part of her and her unsung. And then full force, which they do a great story of us. And, you know, when you see our story, I mean, you'll see everything that we've done. and You'll learn a lot more about us as well. And you'll be very impressed because we we're impressed as well of ourselves, and we're very proud of ourselves. So you'll get to see the life story on Unsung January 30th, and put that in your calendar. So um, you know, that's what's be, up. Yep. And, and Esther, lover to death, may she rest in peace. Like she's that talented, talented. That's an understatement. She she's definitely blessed voice, no doubt. She's and not only the voice but the personality. She's crazy. She's funny, and she. Um, I, I spoke with her two days before she passed. Man, I was telling. I read her the poem that I read about her that I did for Unsung. I don't know if they're still going to keep that poem that I wrote because it was very funny, you know. And um, I so because she passed away, but she was loving it when I read it to her and laughing and everything like that, you know. But I love Vesta so much. May she rest in peace. And it's just crazy speak to her in two days and then then she passes away because she sounded happy you know 
you know, it just it's just crazy, you know. And I got a chance to work with Vesta, and I would always um, look out for her. And if we have shows, or if there's shows I could put her on or with us, I always did. Like in Las Vegas, she did some of the greatest shows of her life out there with us. And she imitated Tina Turner, imitated a lot of people. She was so multi-talented and, again, a great person, a funny person. And when you guys see her on Unsung, you will see exactly the crazy personality that she is, you know, and uh, we did. I believe it. It was our honor to have her do, um, you know, produce a song on her with a whole bunch of other um, guest artists as well. You know, so and, and that's some, and that's something that uh, you know, a track we're gonna run that 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 came fresh from from your camp and from you, and uh, it's titled "Float On with Us," right? Yes, "Float On with Us" featuring Full Force, featuring Regina Bell, Melissa Morgan, Vesta, and the late great. Isaac Hayes in one of his mm. last recordings. It's mm. and it's something from the vaults. We haven't really, we never released it or anything like that. But in fact, you can buy it. You can get it digitally actually on iTunes on our album. Float on with us. I'm pretty sure when y'all listen to it, y'all gonna want to definitely grab it for sure. All right, and we're gonna run this uh, now, and we're gonna come right back with you because we got a couple of more questions. Um, a lot of it is kind of centered on to the movies and the soundtracks that you guys have been a part of. And a couple of more fan questions as well. This is branded after dark with music icon, a hot track right there. Like I said, they don't they don't make music like that no more. B, they don't do that. <laughs> you like it, man? Yeah, come on, man. You know that was a hot joint. Branded after dark got my man gave me something exclusive over there, Bob. Hey, I could just tell by the by the uh, by the vibe of that track. Like y'all just seem like y'all had fun doing that joint though. Well, yeah, we had a great time. Great fun. Oh, so so much fun. Especially with Mr. Isaac Hayes. He just had us cracking up for days. Yep. <laughs> Man. Man, that's 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 a good piece of music history right there. Yeah. And you said you had that in the archives for a while? You just you just yeah, let that's it not, that's not that's in our vaults. That's in the full force vaults, you know. But you can get it on iTunes on our album it's called Forceful Mixture. And it's on iTunes, and that that joint is in. And we went so float on crazy. We even did a jazz version of float on, which features uh, George Duke, Najee, Bobby Humphrey, and Nile Rodgers. And Nile Rodgers, they all like, all like played their instruments, but they talk in the beginning like Najee. Hi, I'm Najee, and I'm a and whatever. I'm a Scorpio, and I like this type of girl. And if they're that type of girl, then check this out. And then instead of Woo! singing. He plays his joint, <laughs> and George hey, do the same thing. Hi. Those some powerful jazz dudes, man. I mean, that's that's some powerful music right there, though. No oh, lie. Yeah, that's also on the album. Yeah, Man, definitely make sure y'all go ahead and check out. For hey, a lot of people asking, is is it, is it gonna be something from Full Force, like brand new album? I mean, I know you got you know forces join forces and stuff like that, but a lot of people want to know what's good with the what's good with the album. Yeah, we'll be doing something in 2012 for sure, you know, like, you know, it'll be after our Unsung episode. we got a new book coming out the same month as well. It's called uh, Not Just a House Party. It's a very personal book, and it talks about our personal stuff. So we got new music coming out, like, you know, I guess like in the summertime, which will be kind of hot too, you know? That's what's up. That's what's up. And Not Just a House Party, that's definitely going to be something I'm a cop when it drops. But also, I mean, speaking of house party, you know, a lot of people still love 
you guys from you know what you guys have done with the with with the movies, working with Kid and Play, just just everything. Like people can go back and still watch those movies for 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 years on end, and they still get those laughs. Like it was just like it just came fresh out of the uh, movie theater. I mean, yeah. what? How how do you feel about just it just being a uh, one of them iconic situations where you can be able to take your talents, put it on wax musically, and then just take another part of what you do, put it on the big screen, and people still won't forget everything that you've done on that level. Yeah, man, it feels great. <laughs> it feels great, man. It feels very appreciative once again. You know, we don't take anything for granted, bro. Anything, you know. See, he's like, you see, this, this this man right here is as humble as it can be, man. Come on, man. You know, you know, at the end of the day, like, I mean, when when you was done filming, like, let's just say the first the first uh, house party, did you feel like, you know what, I I think we did something real special right here. Well, I gotta tell you, with me and my brothers, me and my two brothers, because we grew up together, and as little kids, we used to do plays for my mother and everything like that, and my father. I used to write these little corny plays, and we used to do so. We always had that chemistry. And when we was first, first of all, my brothers appeared in the very in their own in the movie Crush Groove. They appeared in it twice as the bullies beating up Russell Simmons, who was played by Blair Underwood. Blair Underwood, who's still a yep. dear friend to this day. And um, in fact, Blair Underwood, he he also is going to be in our unsung episode January 30. So, ladies, if you want to see Blair, you know. <laughs> The bottom line is on Crush Groove, my brothers played the bullies, two guys, we're always playing bullies, and they played two guys after after Blair Underwood and beat them up. So then after that, Reggie Hudlin, who wrote the script of House Party, when, when in the script it was describing, before he casted it, in the script it was, des- it was describing people, they said, mm-hmm. so the bullies will be chasing after Kid and Play, and they will be... Uh, they will be. They will have droopy Jerry curls and bowling ball <laughs> muscles. Somebody like full force. So we was written in the script. Somebody, something like somebody like full force. So mm-hmm. then a friend of ours named Roger Ford, he said, "Yo, man, why don't you go get full force? You know, just get them. They just be. They might be perfect for the thing." So he, they called us up, and we went down, and they just wanted to see if we could act. If we could act, and we we had the parts, and we did our thing, and the rest is history. Now, the thing about it is when we started doing House Party, like you're talking about us doing something special, mm-hmm. in the script, our parts for House Party, to me, was very bland and regular and not really no big thing. And and I told my brothers, I said, yo, we've got to change these parts, man. I'm going to rewrite these parts and give us new parts so we could have, be bullies with personality. And my brothers at first were like, nah, man, just leave it alone. I'm like, nah, let me just change these shits. And I changed these things. So we changed it. I changed it and wrote all new, la- all new dialogue for one of the scenes. And I said, if the Hudland brothers like it, cool. If they don't like it, then we just go back to the normal. So right. they saw us. We, we bounced off each other. We acted out the parts, you know, kick your freaking ass. And I smell, I smell, I smell. These are things that I made up. And when they saw us do all that, they said, keep it. And that means every scene that came that was us in it, mm-hmm. we, wrote, we wrote like new parts. And the Huddle Brothers just let us do our thing, man. And we, we felt it was going to be special because we were feeling great as we were doing it. And, you know, people like Martin Lawrence and Tisha Campbell, you know, and A.J. Johnson, they were, 
you know, we're all newcomers. Mm-hmm. And that was like the first movie, and um, the rest is history. I mean, when we when we went to special screenings, my God, it, it used to be crazy to test screening. <laughs> people used to love it. And people were really surprised at our roles, me and my brother's roles. They just didn't know. You know, we caught them off guard, you know, with yeah. what we did. You know, but it was such an exciting season. 20 years later, House Party still plays, like, all the time, House Party 1 and 2. And the kids, kids that weren't even born when House Party came out, they all remember the movie, you know, and especially my parts. Forget about it. I mean, can't you free? That's like my theme song, really. Yeah, you know? and, and, and by the way, we, we uncut and live, so you can say whatever you want to say tonight, bro. So, you know, right. you don't have to edit so yourself. We, okay, cool. You know, I'm so used to doing that. But, yeah, all the kids know, well, I don't curse in front of the kids, but they yeah. all know it. So that just became a staple. And, and, you know, I came up with that, and I'm like, yo, if I say this enough times in the, in the movie and say it the way I'm saying it, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure people are going to always remember it. And, man, it's like a, a gift and a curse because everybody knows that. And I, every time I say it, they, they all know it and they reflect. And we talk about that in Unsung also, so it's crazy. Man, it's, it's, it, bring back, it brings back so many memories because, I mean, I kid you not, brother, the other day, I'll probably say about three days ago, I, I, I was I was watching the first house party, man. Like, you know, I could watch that thing over and over and over again and still be all right. Like, I still laugh. Like, I ain't never seen the thing, thing before, man. That's I mean, and that's a testament to just the energy y'all had. And, and like you said, Tisha Campbell, Martin Lawrence, like, everybody's getting kid and play. Don't forget them. Like, that whole vibe just felt right. That was a movie that felt right to the consumer, a.k.a. the fans like me. You know what I mean? You're right, man. And the thing about it is we're humble with that as well. You know, we always tell the Hudlin brothers, thanks for changing our lives. But, you know, something like that. And, you know, in House Party has a lot of lessons in there as well, even safe mm-hmm. sex, like the part where, you know, kid is going to uh, make love to Tisha Campbell. And Tisha's like, wait, do you got, do you got a condom? And, oh, right. got a condom. They start looking for the condom. So... It's one of those movies that stand the test of time. They call it an iconic movie and a classic, and, you know, just so happy to be part of something like that, you know. So, yeah, man, that was very fun doing it. And then through House Party, then people saw me in another little movie, and I was like, wait, we didn't even know you was in Who's the Man with mm-hmm. Dr. Dre and Ed Lover and all of them people. Sure. But, um, you know, but it was all fun, man, but... Yeah. House Party is definitely something we'll never forget. What What do you think has happened to the evolution of soundtracks? Because, you know, a lot of people, they they not just love you guys for what you did on the big screen, but, I mean, the house, the first House Party joint, you had the Ain't, Ain't My Type of Hype joint, you know what I mean, which still plays in the right. club, which is still a factor still. So, I mean, and, and that was, every time I hear that song reminds me of House Party. What happened to the whole... The, everything that went along with the movies and the soundtracks and the people working, the kind of working together when it, to kind of fuse the two, it kind of seemed like it drifted off after a while. Man, I was just talking today about how there's no soundtracks, you know, no more soundtracks like back in the day. You know, yeah. back in the day, day, they used, you know, you do your movie and you have a dope soundtrack to it. Now they don't even do that mess no more. It's crazy, you know. But, you know, soundtracks like House Party, they had songs by Today, the group Today, with um, I think it's called Why You Want to Get Funky with Me, and 
Mm -hmm. um, you know, even L O Cool J from the Break of Dawn and Flavor Flav, I can't do nothing for you, man. I mean, mm -hmm. but not only our soundtracks, just soundtracks in general. Now, if you take taking it way back, you're talking about Curtis Mayfield with with Superfly. That soundtrack was a great soundtrack. Isaac Hayes with Shaft. You know, even Willie Hutch with the Mac with Brothers mm -hmm. Gonna Work It Out. You know, and um. That's what, and, and even uh, Curtis Mayfield again with Let's Do It Again with the Staples Singers for that movie. You just really had soundtracks, Quincy Jones doing soundtracks. I mean, those were the good old days, man. When you used I to go like, like, oh, man, I can't wait to see this movie and then go buy the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't do that no more nowadays. Just not yeah, you happy. mentioned those, and another one, you know, I want to mention, too, remember the uh, Bee Gees with the Saturday Night Live joint, like the How Deep Is Your Love. Every time you hear that song, reminds Saturday you of that Fever. specific movie. Yeah, Saturday Night Fever, not Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever, my bad. Yeah, my yeah, bad. that's okay, that's okay. Yeah, that that was a crazy soundtrack. Are you yeah. That was, a that was a double soundtrack, and they not only had How Deep Is Your Love and, you know, um, songs that they made famous, but they even had people like the Tavares doing more than just a woman and mm -hmm. more than a woman to me. Yep. And the Tramps with Disco Inferno. I mean, that was a crazy soundtrack. Yeah. A lot of memories that come along with it, too. So what, what, what do you think? I mean, because you've been in this business long enough. Why, why do you think they drifted off and, and, and not let that be the focus of uh, just some new stuff? Man, I don't. I don't know why they drifted off. I don't know why. <laughs> it's kind of crazy to the truth. I don't know why, but it's a little asinine, you know. But it's the times, the days and the times that we live in, you know, where sometimes you just got to shake your head. And I'm like, damn, I don't understand, but whatever. <laughs> you kind of look at it. And I've been doing it. I've been trying to find that answer for, for years. Man, so, you know, you, you just like me. I scratch my head every day trying to figure it out. All the time. All the time, man. <laughs> we got music icon, Bowlegged Lou, Branded After Dark. And, uh, you know, a couple more quick questions. Um, when it comes to the social networking game, because, you know, of course, this is, this is the day and age that we live in, um, it seems like y'all getting pretty active with it. I mean, you guys got your website, forceful.com. Right. Yeah, which is going to be which is going to be updated soon. The, the website is forcefulworld.com, F-O-R-C-E-F-U-L world.com. And on, if you go to that website, forcefulworld.com, you will get our mailing address and our contact information because a lot of talent we know is always looking to make it in the business, and you might have some great tracks, great songs, even if you want to send it, like because we're going to be doing a new movie next year as well, so... Even if you want to send in like an acting reel or anything, you know, we try to give opportunity. You know, it's like with UTFO. We mm -hmm. found UTFO and gave that opportunity to record and take them in the studio. Same thing with Lisa Lisa. Same thing with Shell Pepsi Riley. Same thing with Ex-Girlfriend. So we gave that opportunity. We groomed Britney Spears. So you, you might have a great track. One time this guy named D. Emil, Dernst Emil, he sent us this track, and we loved the track so much. Mail it to us. We listened to it. They said, yo, guys, we might be able to do something with this. So what we did, we wrote to it, and his name is D. Emil, E-M-I-E-L, like D. Mile, D. Emile. Mm -hmm. And he gave us the track, and we told him we loved the track, and we ended up producing Rihanna 
on his track that he sent. And it's a song called wow. That La La La. And it's on her first album. I remember. And because we gave another musician, another person, an opportunity, just by him doing what I'm telling every, all the listeners to do, to send us tracks to our, you know, P.O. box, make sure they're copywritten, and we'll check them out. And if we like it, you might be getting a phone call like Emil did. After he worked with us on Rihanna, he went out and did his own thing because we said produced by Full Force and Emil. It's called wow. That La 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 by Rihanna. And he went on to work with Janet Jackson and Mary mm. J. Blige, and he produced songs on that. So, Man, that's you know. crazy. That's crazy. Right. I mean, how is it after all these years? And, and, and again, I'm going I'm to I'm get on your soapbox real quick because there's not too many people, not like yourself in the group, that will be able to do that, extend that right hand to an up-and-coming artist to, to say, hey, you know what, let me take a look and see what you got, and maybe I can kind of, you know, find a, find a home for it. And, and, and you've done that. What makes you be that, that you know, it, I mean, for, for me it means a lot, and I know for the people out there it means a lot, but you don't get a lot of humble cats like yourselves in this business like that. So where, where did it all come from? I, I Man, I just think, you know, I'm thinking some most people do that now more than back in the day because back in the day, you know, I never heard of a group. I never heard of a because somebody called us on, I think it was on Facebook, man, because, you know, we have a Facebook page also called Full Force. There's a bunch of Full Force Facebook pages, but the one with, like, um, a new one that we have, like, over 6,000 members on it so far, mm -hmm. that's the real Full Force. That's the original Full Force Facebook page. But somebody called us um, the first R&B hip-hop production team. And I'm like, wow, you know something? You're right. Because I never, I take ourselves for granted sometimes. I'm like, we're the first R&B hip-hop production group, for sure, as far as producers, because there's never nobody back in the day doing that or giving, giving people opportunities to be part of a, you know, a, a, a songwriting scenario because we had a lot of people produce and write us also. So it's good to give those people shots and give the people chances. Um, sometimes people want to be a little selfish and not do that, but it's great to do that. Nowadays, they, they would do that, but sometimes they might not get the credit, so you've got to give people their credit as well and right. pay them. Yeah. So, you know, we, we definitely do that, you know, and recognize, you know, so and we appreciate I mean, it. I think that's, that, that's what sets you apart from a lot of other people because it is just like that. I mean, being humble is definitely a, a, you know, a good look, but, you know, just being able to be blessed to to have that eye of talent because you're talented yourself to be able to share that with others, that's rare, right. bro. Seriously, that is so rare nowadays. That's rare deal. And I got to, um, and before I let you go, man, I, I got to tell people if they want to holler at you, you did mention your Facebook page, so toss that out there for the listeners listening because your fan base, again, I want to stress that it's worldwide, not just in the States. There's so many people out, out in Japan out in Germany, out in Australia, that's locked in the full force. So let the people know where yeah. you're at. Yeah, well, we love people all over. So on Facebook, you can go straight to full force. And, you know, there's a bunch of them. But just look at the one that the new one that we started with, like over 6,000 members. And just go there and just like it. Press the like button and you're in. As far as me, Bolega Lou, I got too many friend requests right now. But all you have to do is you hit me on my inbox. Bolegalu, I was just listening to you and branded after dark. You know, can we be friends? Here's what I do, blah, blah, blah. I don't accept many people as my friends, but 
if anybody sends me something from Brandon After Dark, I'm going to definitely link you up as one of my friends. And all I do is once you hit me, then I in turn just ask for your friend request, and then that's how you become my friend. Otherwise, I got too many friend requests. And then you can also follow me on Twitter, and it's um, Twitter at the bowlegged one. B-O-W-L-E-G-G-E-D-O-N-E, -E, the bow-legged one. And you can follow me on Twitter as well. So, okay. and, and our website is forcefulworld.com, but we will be updating that website next year to fullforceworld.com. And you'll be able to see a lot of things. We're going to have contests and cash prizes and for contests and stuff like that as well. Yep. Okay. And also, Full Force has their. You, you guys have your own Twitter too, right? Uh, Full Force NYC is that yours? Yes, exactly. Full Force NYC. Uh, we you okay. can follow us on Twitter. The whole group is also. And you can follow my brother Paul Anthony. Paul Anthony is like the big buff guy that used to wear the headband all the time. My beloved brother, and he's um on Twitter as well. Hey, hey, did he he wound up? Did he trademark some headbands, man? Because he could have he could have he could have definitely did that if he hasn't done it already. He could have he could have rocked that. Like, he set a trend for a lot of brothers, though, back then. He sure did, but we weren't thinking back then. Man, we were some, man, we just didn't think a lot of times. When we, when, we went on the, when we went on the road, we were so excited just to go on the road, and all the, all the girls knew our names. Oh, my God, bro. I'm like, man, this is, we've never experienced anything like that. You know, so many women and so many memories. <laughs> but what, to, what, to be what, what, before we say goodbye, what what was some of your favorite your favorite what what is a memory or two that you you pull out of your memory banks that you will never forget ever? I know you got a whole bunch of, but throw a couple out there. Well, well, a lot of memories is meeting like celebrities that were celeb that celebrities that we knew that they were fans of ours and they loved us too, just as much as we loved them, like Holly Robinson, and you know she came to one of our shows and a lot of different ones used to come to our shows and we were like, man. And um, but the, the the crazy memories was doing these shows, and the the hotels used to be ridiculous. This was in the beginning of our career, and I used to be like, "Wow, look at all these women! It's ridiculous!" And it was just crazy, you know, on the road back in the day. And um, you know, we talk a little bit more about it in our book, but it used to be ridiculous, man. It used to be some crazy nights. In fact, and, and even our crew, like, remember, in our neighborhood, we had neighborhood guys, friends of ours, that used to, they used to tell us during our rehearsals before Full Force became a name, they used to say, yo, man, y'all should get some jobs, man. Yo, man, get some jobs. And then once we made it in the business, we, we grabbed them with us and gave them jobs, and they came on the road with us, you know, and Love it used it. to be ridiculous. One of my road, one of the road guys, his name is um, Steve Warren, good guy. But I'll never forget when we were on the road and, like, the very next morning, and there he was with the, with the young lady. This was back in the 80s. And um, there was a young lady, and, this, and, and, she, and she's like, oh, wow. So he's like, he has a picture. He said, he said, Lou, could you sign this? It was a full force picture. And he's saying, yo, could you sign this for her? You know, this girl that he was with. And I'm like, Okay, I'll sign it for her. And, and as, as I started to sign it, I see right near my brother's face, my brother B-Fine, was a signature. But it didn't look like my brother B-Fine's signature. It was 
it was Steve War it was Steve's signature who's a roadie and he signed it. And I'm like, Yo, so so B Fine signed this? And the girl goes, Yeah, B Fine did. I said, Where, where's B Fine? And then she pointed to Steve. B Fine's right there. I'm like, Oh, B Fine posing as my brother's B Fine. Getting some asses, be fine. I'm like, okay, be oh, fine. Wow. I got you. I'm mad you. Classic. Classic. These have crazy stories. Man, you got me waiting for the book next year, man. I can't wait till that comes out. I'm definitely going to get that. Not just that, the music that you guys got ready for 2012, yeah, man. man. I'm looking forward to, I mean, just the, you guys adding on to the legacy that you guys already built, man. I mean, it's, it's not just the... In uh, honor, man, I, I I respect the hell out of what you guys have accomplished so far, and and much success to what you guys are doing going forward, man. I get inspired by good good dudes doing good things, you know what I mean. So that's that's Thank definitely you, dope to see, definitely. So when you got when you get ready to um, when Full Force gets ready to break their 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 new music, you know, hey, get, come come to Brand After Dark and get let these uh three hundred and some odd thousand listeners go ahead and take a peek and see what you guys got to offer this time around. Got you. No problem whatsoever, my brother. No problem all right. at all. Hey, I appreciate I appreciate you hanging out with me for about an hour, man. Stay blessed. Happy, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you and yours, man. And don't forget to come back and kick it with your boy on a regular basis. This is your station. This is how we do. Yo, Brandon, man, I appreciate you, man. I want to give a shout-out to all my fans, all the Full Forces fans and our supporters, all the positive supporters through the years, don't forget January 30th, we want you guys to tell everybody to check out Full Force on Unsung on TV1. Hit me on Facebook. Join, join our page on Facebook. Like our page and follow me on Twitter at the Bowlegged One, but definitely like our page. And once, once again, a, a great shout-out to my boy Kevin Gray for hooking this up. Um, even though he likes to force some of these better. In fact, even you, Brandon, you know, when you, when you, Brandon, when you introduced that song, Float On With Us, you said, and now, ladies and gentlemen, from the foursome D's, Float On With Us. I'm like, man, Kevin just brainwashed Brandon also. But, but listen, for, for all the ladies out there listening to, I'm going to give y'all Kevin Gray's number. Here, ladies, 978 and I won't say. I'm just messing with <laughs> <laughs> I know Kevin is like, oh, no, oh, shit. I'm going to give it up. It up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, man. man. I love it, man. Right, hey, I'm looking it. forward to forces joint forces. You know what I'm saying? Full force. I need, hey, hey, the game needs you. Trust me. The game needs y'all as a Thank group. You, so. I'm telling you now, trust me, the way things are going on, we need some stability, and, and, and you guys as a group gave it to us throughout the years, bro. So, you know, you guys, hey, hey, and not only that, hey, if they want to holler at you for bookings and stuff like that as far as that, how can they contact y'all? Is it through the website, or you guys got an email to toss out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go to um, Full Force the Group, Full Force the Group at uh, AOL.com. Or you can go to us at um, or just hit or hit me up on my inbox and in, on Facebook. I'm on the bowlegged Lou. A lot of people don't believe it, but that's me, bowlegged Lou. And just hit me on my inbox also, you know, for shows or anything like that. Or you can go to Most Wanted Management, which is our manager, and you know, just 
you know, we're just everywhere because we're definitely up for doing a lot of shows. I mean, a lot of times we were behind the scenes a lot and just doing our production, but we did performance. We could perform as a as a six man group with the band, or we could do tracks with the Three Four Force Brothers, and we just having a you know just having a great time, you know, for real. Head head guy. And oh oh, oh check this out. Not only not only performances, but you know we do speaking engagements also. The three of us, motivational speaking at colleges, lectures you know, seminars, whatever. We rock the house, and we'll definitely be pushing our book, which will be coming out in January as well. So for speaking engagements as well, we are down, okay? That's uh, head guy at Forceful Enterprises, man. Appreciate appreciate the time, man. Like I said, man, come hang out with me anytime, bro. Your, your fans love it. You know what I'm saying? We love it here, man. And, again, man, much continued success. Yo, man, I appreciate you, brother. Brandon, you keep staying strong yourself, man, and good luck to your radio show, and just good luck in everything you do, man, all right? Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Full force icon right here. It's just like this classic track we're about to be making. Next Legacy.